It has been a while, I know, but so much is happening in the world. I had to take a little step back. I mean, between quarantining in our house for a while and not being able to get out for anything to wearing masks all the time, which technically we're still doing, and washing our hands every five seconds, we went from that level to suddenly jumping into a Black Lives movement that don't get me wrong, it's always been an issue, but all of a sudden right now, it's at the forefront of everything. And it's interesting that some of the things we have always experienced and always fought about and always tried to get some resolution to, suddenly people actually see what we've been trying to say all along. It's it's, it's weird. And then you add in all the Karens, as they call it, which is the lovely little name they've given to all of the women of non-color, I'll just put it that way, who have decided to start calling the police for every little thing. As a matter of fact, just before I came in here to record this, I saw yet another update of some woman who called the police on a child for exercising outside because she said he was ruining the lawn. Seriously, seriously, lady. But I digress. I took a step back from the podcast because obviously my podcast mostly focuses on pop culture and I just didn't feel comfortable covering too much lighthearted fun things when we have so much happening in the world so much and on top of it all I've had people I know be impacted by this pandemic So I really wish people would stop trying to make excuses and stop trying to say a conspiracy theory of any kind and just admit something is happening and we need to be doing and taking the proper precautions. It's what's best, people. Come on. But a while back, let's just, you know, get off the negative train right now, I guess. A while back, I did a podcast that covered some of the things I had wished Someone had told me when I was younger, you know, those guidelines as women that we probably would get if we had an older sister who could guide us through some of the pitfalls. I don't know. Or we had mentors who helped us. Well, the because I knew there were so many things that as I thought of them, I would keep adding on. I did the first one as a part one of the things I wish I had known. So because some time has passed, I didn't want you to think I forgot about you. I wanted to do a part two of things I wish I had known. Now, we're going to start off with number one. Don't put things off until dot, dot, dot. And yes, I said dot, dot, dot. And what I mean by that is don't put things off until you lose weight or until you meet some guy or until stop giving those I'll do it when. Do it now. We say, oh, when I lose weight, I'll feel more confident and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. Will you? Will you really? Why are you waiting? Because the person you are now is valuable, just like the person will be when you get to the weight you want to be. You're still the same person inside. So you don't have to wait to lose weight to go after dreams or experience things you want to experience. Or wait until you have a man to... Travel the world if that's what you want to do. If you want to take a trip to Paris and then you want to 
Try bungee jumping somewhere. Stop saying, well, I'm single. I'll wait until I have a guy and then I'll do this and I'll do this. Because what if you're one of those people who never gets married? Or what if you're one of those people who marries someone who doesn't want to do any of those things? Because trust me, I know people who are very opposite in the fact that one of them is very outgoing and the other one really prefers to stay in the house, my mother. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, holding off solves nothing because you have no idea how much time you really have on this earth. Do you really want to waste all of it waiting for someday? Because someday may not ever get here. I have a sister-in-law that loves to travel and she doesn't let being single stop her and she also doesn't let her friends stop her and what I mean by that is you know let's be honest we start off saying we're having a girl's trip and we might have 25 girls and by the time it rolls around quite often we might have five between paying for it and life excuse after excuse comes up And people start dropping out. Well, she does not let this dissuade her into not traveling. If she has to take a trip alone, she takes it alone and has a ball. The pictures and the videos always look amazing. And she's experiencing things that she would not be experiencing if she were sitting at home saying, well, I'll just wait. I'll wait until I'm married. Or I'll wait until my friends can all go. No, honey, you go when you freaking want to go. That's all there is to it. Life is too freaking short to make exceptions like that. Number two, unhappy living is not really living. And what I mean by that is you can be in bad relationships. You can have a job you hate with everything in you or You just are not paying attention to your mental and physical needs. And it's one of those things where you're just going through the motions. You're repeating the same thing because you really aren't happy in your life. I actually know people who tell stories about pulling up at their job and then just sitting in their cars trying to convince themselves they want to walk in that door. Or sitting in their cars crying because they hate their job that much. And we're not even going to talk about the people who get seriously depressed on Sunday evenings. They suddenly start to lose the weekend high and go down into a Sunday night slump because they are so not looking forward to going back to work on Monday. Now, don't go running off saying Erica said, drop your job because I did not. Say, go get in an unemployment line. I did not. If anything, what I want you to do is think of your job as an investor in your future. And what I mean by that is, let's say you want to open a photography business. Well, you need equipment. You need to pay your bills while you get it off the ground. Your job is your investor, just like a bank would if they were investing in your company. You want to open a boutique. You need money to get your inventory, to launch your business, to advertise. Your job that you do, your nine to five, will give you that. Okay? Keep your job. Don't quit your job, but start looking at it in a different light. 
if you really just absolutely hate it, start making the steps to walk away from it to your happy. If you're in a relationship that makes you miserable and you're trying and trying to just make it through the day, or you're pulling into your driveway and you're freaking trying to convince yourself you want to go in the house with this person, something needs to change. Now, I'm not going to tell you, oh, get a divorce. I'm going to tell you to reevaluate your life, sit down, have the conversations and figure out, is there something here that we can fix? Can we salvage this? Is there hope? But do not just sit there day after day, miserable, feeling awful and not doing anything about it. And while you're at it, take a little inventory of how you're taking care of your physical and mental well-being. I know I need to exercise more. I need to take care of my body. Now, let's think about this, ladies. How often do we make sure our children, our significant others, the people we care about are going to the doctor, taking their medications, taking care of themselves, being okay. But then when it comes to us, are we getting the test we need? Are we doing the things we need to take care of our bodies so that our bodies can take care of us? Find your inner strength to physically do what you need to do for your body whether it's just build endurance, strengthen your muscles or what have you, and figure out what you need mentally. For some of us, yoga or meditation may work. For others, it may not be a thing. They may think that's hokey. Well, if you do, figure out what you do find helps you find your inner peace. Some people simply find a quiet space and they pray or they just take a moment to write in a journal. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not in any way saying depression is not a thing because it is. And if for any reason you are feeling depressed to the point that you feel you can no longer handle it, please, by all means, get help from someone. I know there's a stigma that, you know, we don't, we're strong and we're, we can handle everything and we shouldn't have to talk to someone. Well, I call that bullshit. If you need someone to talk to, find someone to talk to. Please don't let depression take you too far into its grips. Get the help you need, please. Now, I'm not going to lie. I saved this last one because I saved the last one for last for a reason. I don't know how deep I want to go into this one, but I do want to go into it. So, number three, stop making excuses for someone's behavior just so that you can avoid being single. Please, girl. Now, we know most of us have been there. There's been some guy that we let treat us in ways that we would not necessarily want to admit. If our girlfriends or our sisters came to us and asked us our opinions about a guy treating them that way, oh, I would never, I would dump him, I would do this. You would give them all kinds of advice. 
on why they should run. But when it's us, why do we make excuses? We make excuses in our head for all of the behavior because what? We want to make this relationship work because we've already invested too much time in it because we don't want to be single because, oh my God, we already um, got engaged and we would have to explain to people if I broke this off. What do you rather? Do you rather people asking questions, which, you know, really none of your damn business or you being happy? I dated a guy and it was long distance for the entire time. And I, looking back, I know that I knew from the beginning, this was a clusterfuck of a mistake. It was. We were coming from two very, very different backgrounds, but I was still trying to convince myself this would be fine. We would balance off each other. We could, you know, the positives and the negatives each had. Yeah, that didn't work. First of all, if you're in a long distance relationship, you should both be putting in the same amount of effort to see each other, to talk to each other, etc. Except I knew as time was going on, I was putting in the most effort as far as seeing each other. I was always the one making that drive. I could probably count on one hand how many times he made that drive. Does that sound like it makes sense? It would be different if, say, he worked in the military or something where he could not necessarily get away. But that was not the situation. We both worked a normal job so that, and we both had reliable transportation. So there was no reason outside of him being selfish that I made all this effort. And there was no reason outside of me exhibiting this is how I was going to be okay being treated that he expected it because we show people how we want to be treated. If you're accepting behavior, they continue that behavior. For example, there were several times that I knew he was lying. And sometimes I questioned it, sometimes I didn't. And when I questioned it, quite often, as he explained it, I knew he was still lying. And I rationalized and convinced myself that what he was saying was the truth. There, it's not even like he respected me enough to put more effort into hiding how much he was cheating. Every, it seemed every other time there was some type of evidence of said cheating. And when I would confront him, of course, I would get more lies. Now, if I were giving someone else advice, I would have told them to run the first time you get that type of evidence. Because true, there are some people who have had a discussion and they're having a very open relationship. But if you have had a discussion and there's an expectation here that this is a committed relationship, then that commitment falls on both parties. So if you're questioning what I'm doing and questioning where I am and getting pissed if I'm not answering the phone quickly enough, you should be doing the exact same on your end. So the question comes back to, well, why was I accepting it? And honestly, I think there were a few different things. For one thing, I did not want to to be single. I liked being in a relationship. 
I had high hopes and I'm overly a romantic. I always want to see happily ever afters. Well, happily ever after does not always happen with everyone because some people don't have the maturity level to either be honest about what they really want from you or to even give you the respect garnered from one human being to another. They can simply treat you like property. Or as I used to make the joke, some people will treat you as an item they can put on the shelf and take down when they get bored and put it back because after all, they have so many other options on the shelf. Show people how you want to be treated and accept nothing less. And I wish someone had told me that much earlier. But hey, I knew for quite some time that what I was dating at that particular time wasn't a man. As the kids used to say, he was a fuckboy. And I accept that. I realize that. And I forgive myself for accepting less than I deserved. Because instead of making my needs known or insisting on being treated the way I treat you, I made excuses and I made changes because maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I need to change this about myself or change that about myself. When that's not the way this works, you should never be in a situation where you're the only person making changes and making exceptions about everything and completely changing who you are to be with someone. They either need to appreciate and love the person that you are or step aside for someone who will. Because while you're wasting time with a boyfriend, you're keeping the door closed from your husband walking in. Okay? Okay. Now, I hope you all are taking very good care of yourselves because it's a very stressful time. Please, by all means, take it seriously, take good care of yourselves, and get the rest and everything that you need. Drink your water, exercise, do the things, please. Wear your mask. It's, it's, it's best. Okay? And I will see you next week because I'm back.